I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Altar of Horror. We are a weekly podcast that tackles altar short films. I'm Adrian. I'm Bobby Torres. And we are here this week to discuss a film called The Quiet. So I'm really excited to jump into it with you, Bobby. Um, Of course, listeners, last week I was joined by the amazing cat, one half of the Girl That's Scary podcast, where we dived into the short film called Slut. But I'm really excited, again, to get into this week's discussion with Bobby. Uh, so, Bobby, The Quiet, this was your offering to us this week. So, <laughs> like, what drew you into this short? Um, I don't know. I just picked it. I'm just being honest. <laughs> you know what? And I'm happy that I did just because how relevant this movie is today in a weird way, I should say. Um, and when I put it on, like, I read the, the synopsis of the short film. And I was like, all right, cool. It's not given much. So maybe there's a few little gems and secrets in there. And then <laughs> I watched it. I'm just like, oh, snap, there's a pandemic. Like, what's going on today? <laughs> um, there's an outbreak. What's going on today? People are wearing masks in the short film, which is going on today. Yes. So it's just, I'm like, wow, okay. I guess this is meant to be. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to talk about it. She was very interesting. I really enjoyed it, actually. It was very short. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's going to be the shortest movie that has covered this uh, go-around, of course, but it's only nine minutes, and it packs a lot in that nine minutes. It was a big punch, I would say. 
But of course, the short was directed by Mateo Marquez, and it was written by Matthew Altman and Miguel J. Sullivan. And of course, it's starring Shikari Slayton as Oscar and Mariana Parma as Manzi. Uh, so yeah, again, this movie. So as a deadly outbreak starts to overtake the U.S., a man rushes home to try and make sure his family is okay. I mean, like Bobby said, that's pretty much the synopsis, like anywhere online. Like when you like look into what this movie is about, that's all you get. And yes. like it gets dark very fast. This movie does. It's wild. Yeah, it's very wild. And I wasn't expecting like it's it's, it's dreadful to me at least. Just the atmosphere, the tone of it. And I'm a big uh fan when it comes to score and movies, soundtrack and all that fun stuff. And I will say this the music set the tone for the short film because it actually made me sad and it actually just make, just make me feel some type of way um, because it's like, what would you do if you were in that situation? I believe, um, you, you know, you're checking on your family, your mother and your brother, and then come to find out your brother is, has been affected. He's this corpse and your mom been hiding it. And then it's just like rid of her because of, you know, she's infected now. So it's just, oh, Lord, I don't know what I would be able to do. Yeah, it is great. It is a, it's a roller coaster. And like you said, I mean, we start off the short like with a gorgeous score. Like immediately we come into the music and it's amazing. It's what sets the tone of the of the short and like it it stays consistent throughout because there's like some there's music going the entire time, of course. And it's so like uh it's very foreboding. Like it feels like there's something bad that's coming, or it, 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 kind of like we're coming into something that's bad, obviously. And like we immediately yeah. hear over the radio that you know the CDC has like called for a state of emergency. Uh, the death tolls is rising, people are dying, the numbers are in the hundreds and thousands now. And we do get to see our main character right off the bat, I guess you could say. His name is Oscar, and we get like quick glimpses that he, I guess, he's out here fighting the infection, I guess. Like, he's on the yeah. front lines, and, like, I mean, we see him having a dilemma where he has to shoot somebody. Yeah. Um, so, like, right from the jump, you're thrown into, like, this entire scenario, and you're like, oh, well, damn. And, like, you were saying, it feels almost scarily familiar at this point. Like, we are two years into a pandemic at this point, and, like, we're still pretty much heavy in it. Like, especially now as we're kind of heading into the new year, like thing, or I guess now if you're hearing this, we're in the new year. Uh, but things are like, they're just as bad as they kind of were, you know, they're still as scary and it's just frightening. So it's just scary to see him in a scenario that's pretty familiar for where we are right now. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I agree. And like I said, I don't know, because we are in that setting, minus, I guess, us wearing hazmat suits, walking around and, you know, shooting people and people actually mangled up and stuff. Um, <laughs> but if you want to get better um, and people should start getting vaccinated, I mean, I'm not too sure where everybody stands. I again, I don't want to get too political, but if people just do what they're supposed to be doing, wearing masks and all the other stuff, um, maybe it won't look like Oscar's brother. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because, yeah, because Oscar, I mean, he comes up to, his, to the house and like this woman answers the door. And I will say, like, they don't look like a mom, son at all. They don't look nothing. Um, they don't look related. No. Um, they look, I honestly thought at first that this was his brother's wife. 
Like yes, I thought, me too. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is his wife. He's coming home. They talk about a woman named Mary very quickly, and um, his mom is talking about how you know how his brother was very upset when Mary like was gone and passed. And I was like, Mary, I was like, maybe it's their daughter, and this is his wife. Something's going on. And yeah. so Oscar's like, well, let me, you know, is my brother here? And she's like, oh no, no, he's not here. And he's like, okay. And so he just goes upstairs on his own to go look around. And he, the first room that he enters, he finds his dead brother in, like you said. And I mean, the the body's gross. Like it's, it looks burnt already. I yeah. mean, like the jaw's missing and it's very unsettling. And then he goes downstairs, he starts to question his mom and he's like, what the hell is going on? Like, what, like, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you just, why, like, why, like, why didn't you reach out to me? And she's just like, well, hmm. I would then I would have done the same thing for you. You know, I didn't want people coming to my house. I didn't want to cause it, you know, I don't want to cause a whole scene. And it sounds like a, something a mom would say, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. so it, it like again, and then the music's going on in the background the entire time. So I'm sitting here and I'm like trying not to cry. And I'm like, this, this, <laughs> this sounds like something my mom would say. Like she would be Mine like, too. I, yeah, I don't want to cause a scene. I didn't want to do anything crazy. I didn't want the neighbors talking about. <laughs> Yeah. like that was the same vibe i was getting and i was like damn this is sad this is some sad shit yeah it's very sad i was actually like and when i watched this for like the second time when you know they talk about this mary character and then he's asking where you know tony is his which is his brother and like the mom was saying something about like oh yeah um uh, tony's been upset ever since i'm not he said no she said tony tony been destroyed ever since Mary died. So I'm like, destroyed. Hmm. Now I'm taking that in a literal sense. Like maybe he, you know, that's when he got affected and right. he li- he's literally destroyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when he, ac- when he actually went up to that room and seen his brother like that, I was just like, oh, snap. So I was going into this thinking, all right, maybe this is kind of like a zombie outbreak situation going on. You know what I mean? Because he looked like something from The Walking Dead. Um, but he didn't move. And obviously, you know, he wasn't biting nobody. So then when he was having that conversation with his mom, um, like you said, I feel like that's how mothers would react. react. And, yeah. yeah. And because, again, I imagine I, I like to put myself in situations when I watch movies. So I'm sitting there thinking, oh, well, if that was me and my mom having that conversation and she said that to me, I probably would have literally burst out in tears right there. <laughs> so Oscar was held, holding it, you know, pretty together. Um, but it's facts, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a parent, but I know I would do that for my kid too. Like, regardless, I would risk myself. Like, even though he's gone, I'm not going to sit there and try to stay away from him. I'm like, you know what? I touch him, I risk it, whatever. You know, the whole world is going to shit anyway. Mine as well, you know? Yeah, definitely. See, because I'm kind of the same way. Uh, like, I'll try to put myself in the position of like, what would I do if I was in that position? Because I think a lot of times with horror, like you find yourself questioning like their choices sometimes. Because I mean, as the plot thickens, like things get pretty haywire. And like, sometimes you're like, why wouldn't you do this? And why wouldn't you do that? And I think that's like the beauty of the genre altogether is like, you're constantly questioning people and like, it can always go a million different ways. So like in this scenario, like my first instinct was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go downstairs and beat this bitch up like why <laughs> why would you leave my dead brother upstairs like why would because in my head still i didn't know that it was mom until he goes downstairs so i was like oh it's like yeah. his you know his sister-in-law or something so at, at that point i'm like oh fair game i'm gonna go i'm gonna go downstairs and i'm gonna cause a scene um but right. when he's like oh, you know talking to her and i find out that it's his mom i'm like okay i'm not gonna do that to my mom i'm not gonna go downstairs and like start like a whole screaming match you know with my mother over my now dead sibling so it's not the time <laughs> yeah it really isn't the time and it's like 
it's crazy because, and I loved it. I love the short because, I mean, it doesn't give us a lot of information, obviously, on like what the virus is. And like, it's weird because like at the beginning, we see a quick clip of him like, I'm going to shoot that infected woman. And she's like, she seems more like zombie-esque, you know? She's like yeah. ravenous and like screaming and like yelling. And then like, we see his brother and he's like, burnt he looks burnt and his jaw's falling off and you're like okay so how does this virus work like what's going on this thing is crazy and then his mom looks like she has like a bite or something on her arm yeah. is what it looks like right so it kind of feels like a zombie kind of that's why i got from it too yeah because i'm just like all right if they weren't going for the whole zombie um thing why would because it looked like a bite i mean it was bandaged up but if you watched enough zombie films which i know you have like it looks like a bite even though it's wrapped up so if it was just an outbreak, why didn't they go for like a different look? Like maybe she started to get like these uh, bubbles or just like weird infections growing on her face or arm or hand or just something. They just went for a bandage wrapped up, you know, so maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe he did bite her, but at least for more questions. This is just a short film, so... But it was great. And like, also like, it makes me question too, is like, when, like, when did this happen? Because she says that he passed... Three days. Three ago. days. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So if you were infected three days ago, so is it like slow moving? Like, I mm-hmm. mean, honestly, again, like, like you said, it's a short, so it kind of opens up. I mean, it, the idea is to open up the floodgate and have us kind of question everything, but also give us a flavor, obviously, of like the director and the acting. And I think everybody's great. Uh, I think the writing's great for like the little bit of dialogue that we do have. And honestly, Oscar, he the emotion that he has to like display because after he sees his mom's infected and like she says like probably one of the most like I would probably would have broken down but she's like just do what you have to do or like do what you must is what she tells him and I would have been like oh. and then like it cuts immediately to him full hazmat uh, mm-hmm. with a gun straight to his mom's head and I was just sitting there like and the music yeah. was like getting louder it keeps and, swelling, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like oh <laughs> And I was waiting for like a like a gunshot or something like that. I'm like this the whole time, like, oh my god. But it cuts from that. And I think that's more effective to me because you already know what's what happened. You know what he did. Um, but before we move on, the part that got to me right before that moment when she said, do what you gotta do, um, is when he said to, when he asked her, Was I a good son? Because then that leads to like, well, what was their history before? You know what I mean? Because as as a, a as a, you know a son, you want to make your mother happy. You want to, you know, you want to see. You just you just want to just make your mother happy. You don't know if he had like a falling out with his mom, and maybe she leaned more towards you know his brother because he was always working. You don't know their relationship, so I feel like maybe they did have not like a falling out. They just wasn't as close. Right. And when he asked that, I said, that's that's probably what it was. And it just broke my heart even more because it's like you are in this, you, you know, the circumstance now where you have to now get rid of your mom. Yeah. And y'all probably wasn't even close from the beginning. And that's even more hurt, hurtful to me when, rather than when y'all were close because ever had this relationship to uh, to build and you always want that relationship with your mom. But you never got a chance to build it. And now you're in a situation where the whole world is falling apart and you have to take her out like this. Um, and I'm building stories on top of my head, but that's what <laughs> I got from it. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's that, that's what we do here. You know, we like to just hear uh, have all kinds of like, like, that was my, my mind immediately was like just throwing theories at the wall. And I was like, what, yeah. what's going on? Like, what can we be? Yeah, but you're right. Like, it's just so, it definitely seems like they're not close. Cause even she seems like so shocked when he shows up, almost like she was expecting him just to not show up like at all. Uh, but 
so yeah, I don't know. It's just so, it really is an emotional moment. And then, like you said, it cuts away from any type of gunshot, which is nice. Um, I was sitting there like, YouTube, please don't, don't do this to me, YouTube. Um, but it doesn't, it cuts away. But then we do get like a nice, probably like 15, 20 second shot of him just on the stairs. And like, obviously he's on a roller coaster ride of emotions here. Uh, um, yes. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. And then like immediately cuts to him outside and he's, you know, throwing gasoline all over the house. He sets it on fire. And like the short ends literally with him just smoking a cigarette and watching the house burn. House burn. And it's yeah. just like, wow. Music again on 100 the entire time. <laughs> One thing I love is silence and ending credits. And we got silence. And it's even though you hear like the crackling of the fire because the house is burning and the music, but there's not like this heavy music score. Nothing is silent to me. So it kind of reminds me of. <laughs> I know we're recording this around Christmas time, but you know, Black Christmas where you hear the, you see the credits rolling and you just hear the phone and it's just silence the whole entire time. I love stuff like that. So for this short film here, just hearing the the score like uh, swell, but it's not too loud. It's pretty much just like, it sounds very sad. And you just sitting there watching him watch this house burn with his mother and brother in it. And it's just like, well, there it is. Like, I had to do what I had to do. There goes my family there. And it's just, it's a sad moment. Again, I wouldn't know what to do if I was in that situation. Um, I mean, if I had to shoot my mom, I don't know if I would burn a house down. Right. But, at the, <laughs> but at the same time, you have to get rid of it because you don't know if anybody else is going to walk up in there and maybe get infected, infected. or something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a very sad scene. Again, I when I watch stuff like this, it, when I don't get a, get as much information, I'd start nitpicking at little bits and pieces of the film and start building my own story. Like, oh, well, what if this happened? That's, just, that's why he's doing this. So... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's so nice to be able to, like, talk about it with you also because, like, especially, I mean, when you're looking at, like, their, like, their situation and it being, like, a type of virus outbreak... And like you're talking about like the strained relationship and like how, you know, without the virus, maybe he wouldn't have been like pushed to like start reaching out to his mom or like to go and see her and his brother. And it just kind of, again, like it kind of tying it back to where we are presently, like when the pandemic started and we were all like locked indoors and like, like the option of talking to people dwindled, you know what I'm saying? So like you at that point were having to reach out to people maybe you weren't, because I remember I was getting like messages and like texts from people who I haven't heard from in years. Because mm-hmm. like in those situations, you're like this, you never know. Like you never know what could happen, especially in uncertain times when you don't know really what's going on. And like, like we don't know how fast this is spreading. So like that just hits home, like for me and like what I went through, especially when the pandemic first started and I was like starting to talk to people who I had talked to before. Like, you know, relationships were trying to be mended and we're all like, so it just it's just like i don't know it's great and it's crazy that this came out like not even that long before the pandemic started um not that pandemic movies were like any you know like anything like once in a blue moon but i don't know this one just hit really close to home and i really yeah. enjoyed it well even the director said um he said like i it's crazy i wouldn't believe that um a pandemic would actually happen because he made this before the pandemic actually happened here at least in the, the u.s so Matthew Altman and Miguel Solomon, like them even writing this, because obviously they wrote this so it can be made. Um, who would have thought, like, if I would have wrote this, I would have been like, wow, 
reality. Like this is happening. My <laughs> art is coming alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is crazy. Uh -huh. And I'm not saying that pandemics never existed before, because obviously it has. But like we are, we we are in the biggest pandemic ever right now in history. And it's just crazy, like going back and watching this. I'm just like, wow, like it, we it could end like this. Who knows? Yeah, and I think that's why it hits so close to home. And I think that's the brilliance of it being like presented in a short horror film. Because although, again, like we've seen, again, like a whole bunch of different pandemic movies, we've seen zombie outbreaks, we've seen these things happen before. But I mean, with the with those longer run times, like we get an explanation almost for everything. So with this one, it's really op open for interpretation. So like we living in a pandemic can easily tie our experience into what's going on here, you know, minus like the charred burned body and like <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. But even then, like we can still easily attach like our emotions to this film. And I think it's great. I love this. Oh yeah. Uh, but, and I love that you brought it to the table because honestly, probably the most relevant thing we were going to be talking about. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I, again, I watched it um, two times. I might watch it a third time. Maybe it's something else I, I missed, but um, I'm happy that we both got a chance to watch this and to talk about it. Cause like you said, it's super relevant um, today. And um, I also have to mention Oscar is a very cute young man. So <laughs> and he can act. And... Yes, and he can act. Listen, okay, so <laughs> not to get like a wild before we like go completely off the air here, but like yeah. watching it and I was like, I was like, oh, so this man is so fine. And then like the entire yes. time I was like, I was like, I, I, I got to talk to Bobby about this. I was, like, I was like, no, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be professional here. And I'm going to yeah. like, but yeah, he is so good looking and he can act. Yeah, same here. I thought it, I just have to say it. And he can act. Like the emotions <laughs> all in the eyes is all there. So, <laughs> so we have to give um, Jakari his props. <laughs> yes. Hopefully we get to see more of him. Honestly, like yeah. what? Like, I don't know, like the emotion. I, honestly, he brought it all together because, um, you know, Mariana, she does a great job, but she, her yes. delivery is like so cold. Like she doesn't give a lot of emotion. She doesn't bring a lot to the table that's why i think it's easy to just like you know again like oh this is my mom because you just like can easily attach anybody to this yeah it's like she's given up already it's just like it is very that she knew what was going to happen kind of thing um so like she's again she's very dry so honestly oscar's bringing all the emotion to them uh to the short and he killed it so hopefully we get to see more of him in the future and more of the director as well because oh yes some of the shots in this were so gorgeous oh yeah it was beautiful I would actually, I'm happy that this was, I, I mean, I would love to see a little bit more. Um, that's that's why I was building stuff in my head. Too much, just because sometimes when you do too much, you can ruin things. And it kind of becomes like boring and kind of just not realistic. So I feel like if we added an, like maybe an hour to this, just an hour, I feel like I would be satisfied. Um, but not like a full like feature length film because sometimes again like i said if you just add too much it kind of just take you out of it sometimes um little is more it's, it's a little bit it's, it's a little bit better so yeah i agree with that sentiment but honestly solid uh, for nine minutes mm -hmm. like solid rock solid like yes. the heck like we get like a full we get full family trauma in nine minutes and because <laughs> like that's yeah. where the emotions come into play so i loved it so much um so yes bobby i guess that's pretty much everything i mean yeah. the beauty of uh, short horror films is like you know they pack a lot and we get to talk about a whole bunch and you know but it's short and sweet uh and you'll be back next week right so what's going on next week so i'll be back next week with jazz from girl that's scary to talk about the other side of the box 
and I have yet to watch that one, so I'm excited. I'm about to I'm gonna watch it, and then I can't wait to get into that movie with her. So yes, I can't wait. And uh, everybody, this is where I dip out. So honestly, thank you for my two week arc on the altar <laughs> of horror <Yay>. podcast. <laughs> uh, had a blast. Honestly, it was just like it was a blast to discuss these shorts. But yeah, we might as well just head out for the week. So Bobby, please tell everybody where they can find you, what you're doing, so that way they can keep up with you. Okay. Well, right now I'm a little I'm on, I'm on a little break on my channel, but I do have a YouTube channel called Bobby Likes a Spooky. Um, I'm Bobby Torres with a Z, not an S. Um, and I also am now part of the podcast world, like you guys, um, with Michael <laughs> Michael Brown. Um, our podcast is called The People Under the so um, I've been yes. doing that lately, and it's been a good time talking um, movies with Michael. So I've been doing that. And yeah, and you can find me on all those platforms. Yes. And of course, everybody, you can find me at Adrian Ray with two E's on everything. You can listen to my podcast slash her um, at slash underscore her underscore pod on everything. It's available to listen pretty much everywhere, pretty much, I guess, Apple, Spotify, um, and yeah, thank you again so much. Thank you, Bobby, for taking the time to speak with me today. No, of course. And we'll toss it in until next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. The Anatomy of a Scream, Pod Squad. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.